Hey, welcome to the Brand Market Flourish podcast. I'm your host, Louise Rowland. I'm a marketing strategist, digital product mentor, and the owner of Fluo Online. Using my 15 plus years experience in marketing, coupled with my passion for helping online service providers build digital products into their business model, I'm going to bring you actionable tips and advice on all things digital products, marketing, and business so that you can package up your expertise into your very own digital product and in turn expand your impact and income. It is totally possible to scale your service-based business without spending 60 to 70 hours a week working with one-to-one clients. Imagine how it would feel waking up to notifications of new sales or being out with friends and seeing another sale notification come in. Amazing, right? So sit back, grab a cup of tea or a gin if you prefer and get ready to take notes. Let's dive in. Are you an online service provider who is looking for ways in which to grow your income without needing to find more hours for one-to-one client work? Check out Expand Your Brand, my new 12-month high-touch group coaching program launching in September, where I'll be teaching you how to package up your expertise into digital products so that you can expand your impact and income. Head to flowyeronline.com forward slash waitlist to join and receive exclusive waitlist only bonuses. If you're thinking about creating your first or next digital product, but you're asking yourself, how do I know this is something that they actually need? What if I create it and no one buys it? You're going to want to listen to this episode. In the first episode of this series, I spoke about how to create digital products that people actually want. And the focus of that episode was market research. Whilst market research is absolutely essential when creating anything new, you can also go a step further to ensure that you're creating a digital product that people are actually going to buy. In today's episode, I'm sharing with you five ways that you can validate your idea for your digital product so that you can be sure you're not wasting time in creating a product that people aren't interested in. Now, I want to caveat this episode by saying that as a service provider, you'll likely already know the areas that your clients are needing support with, whether that's because you've had inquiries that haven't converted because they're not quite ready for -for done-for-you services yet, or perhaps you're frequently being asked for something that is going to help them with the next step after working with you. If that's the case, then you will more than likely know what digital products to create. However, if you feel that you need further validation on your idea, then keep listening. The first way in which you can validate your idea is to analyze demand through your existing content. Take a look at the stats behind your blog posts, podcast episodes, emails, social media posts, and see what content is resonating with your audience the most. What content is getting the most engagement? What are your top performing blog posts? Which emails are receiving the most open rates and click-throughs? What freebies are performing well? In order to see this information, you'll need to be able to access the stats. So for blog posts and website traffic, a website analytics tool like Google Analytics is the place to look. For other more platform-based content, such as social media and emails, take a look at the insights and reporting inside of the platforms themselves. The second validation method you can use is the waitlist method. This method is one that I really love using in my own business and my clients have also seen great success with it too. 
The idea behind this method of validation is that you are beginning to build an email list of people who are interested in your product. All you need to build a waitlist is a landing page that gives enough information as to what your product is about and then a sign up form with their name and email that is connected to your email marketing provider. They will then be added to a group or segment inside of your email marketing platform. And it's also a nice added touch to set up an automated email that thanks them for joining the waitlist and lets them know what to expect next. It's really important to keep your waitlist engaged and make sure they're not left in the dark with your launch. So depending on how far out you begin to promote your waitlist, you want to be sending them regular waitlist only emails as well as your regular emails that you send to your entire email list. Typically, you will offer your waitlist an exclusive bonus should they sign up during the waitlist launch period. This can be a discount, additional calls, extended access. There are many different options available in terms of bonuses. And usually they also get the opportunity to apply or purchase before the main launch period as well. Especially if there are limited spots available, you're giving them that early access so they can secure their space. The next way that you can validate your idea for your digital product is to create a minimum viable product, also known as an MVP. The idea behind creating a minimum viable product is that you create a much smaller product that provides enough features and information to meet a specific need. If the idea is validated at this level, you can then go on to build upon this when you create your larger product. The MVP can be either a paid or a free product. For example, you could create a free five-day email course that matches your overall product idea, or you could create a paid-for mini course that solves the first step in your framework. The fourth option you have is to pre-sell your offer. As I mentioned earlier on, there is nothing worse than spending a whole lot of time creating a product that just doesn't sell. Now, there could be many reasons why your product isn't selling, and I'm actually going to be covering this in another episode in this series. However, you don't want to spend months working on something only for it to fall at the first hurdle, especially when that time could be spent bringing revenue into the business in other ways. Pre-selling your product means that you sell your product before you have created it. You may have heard of this as a beta product or a beta launch. By selling your product first, you are not only validating that the idea is something that is needed, you are also then being paid to create your product. Let's say you have a course that you're going to sell for $1,000. If you pre-sell 10 spots on your course, you'll be making $10,000 before you've even made it. It's similar to if you have a book deal, for example, you get paid in advance to create the book. So you're actually being paid to create the book Whereas in this case, you're being paid to create the product. You can then go away and focus on creating the product, knowing that the demand is there. When I mention this option to my clients, it sometimes takes them a little while to come around to the idea, especially if they find they don't work very well under pressure. And if this is you, you may be listening to this particular idea thinking, "Mm, not quite sure pre-selling is for me. However, The upside to this is that you have a deadline to get it done. You no longer have time to sit on your idea and procrastinate because you have customers waiting for the product they have purchased. If you choose this option to validate your idea, I'd also recommend being realistic with how long it's going to take to get the final product to them. For example, if it's a course, 
Will you be dripping modules every couple of weeks or can they expect to get the whole thing in two months time? Make sure you're adding in a bit of wiggle room. So if you think, right, I can get this product done in six weeks time, tell them eight weeks. Give a bit of wiggle room because you're much better under promising and over delivering than the other way around. The fifth and final way to validate your product and understand your potential market is to check for similar products through competitor research. Do some research on your competitors and the products they have available because whilst there are benefits to having a completely unique product, there are also benefits to having competition as well. A common limiting belief I often hear is there are already too many similar products on the market, so why should they buy mine? But that is exactly that. It's a limiting belief. The way you should be looking at it is, okay, great. There's a demand for this product. There's a market for this product. How can I develop something that is an improvement on what's already out there? However, if you have already taken a look at the market and you can't see anything similar to what you want to produce, then don't panic just yet. This could still be a good thing. It might just mean that no one's created it, but there's still a need for it. You just need to make sure that you do your market research and also turn to one of the other ways to validate your idea that I have mentioned in this episode. So there you have it. Five ways to help you validate your digital product idea so that you can feel confident in what you're creating and safe in the knowledge that you are not wasting your time creating something that isn't going to sell. Now you can use all of these methods or you can just use one or two of them. For example, you may do some research to check for similar products on the market and then take a look at the analytics for your own content. You might then decide to open up a waitlist and pre-sell to that waitlist. You're then using four of those five ideas that I've mentioned in this episode. Or you could simply pre-sell by reaching out to your own personal list of people who you think would be a good fit for your product. For example, go back through all of the inquiries that you've received from people that haven't converted into clients and reach out to them. Say that you've got this product available that is going to help them for where they're at now. If you've done market research calls, then you can reach out to those people that you have market research calls with. You may already have your own personal list of people and personal outreach can be really, really powerful, especially in the pre-selling phase and also when you're launching too. We are at the end of the first week of this 10-part digital product series, but be sure to check back next Monday for a brand new episode, and there'll be a brand new episode every weekday next week. And don't forget, if you are looking for support, accountability, and guidance in creating a digital product or building upon the digital products that you already have in your business, then be sure to join the waitlist for Expand Your Brand at fleeronline.com forward slash waitlist. Thank you so much for listening to the Brand Market Flourish podcast. I'm so happy that you joined me. If you've enjoyed this episode, then I would love for you to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. I would also appreciate it so much if you would share it with a friend, shout about it on social media, or leave a review over on Apple Podcasts. I love hearing from listeners to the podcast, so do say hi over on Instagram at Fluya Online. Thanks again. I'll be back next week with a brand new episode.